This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, it's Sunday the 11th of July and thanks for joining me for the latest on travel and destinations from the Green List and the travel desk of The Independent. Today, journey into space. Will orbital tourism take off? Planning your August trip? Not so fast. And how to avoid peak prices on the West Coast Main Line. Of course, this podcast is completely free, as is my weekly travel email. You can sign up at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. If everything goes according to plan, in a few hours' time, Sir Richard Branson will be going into space. He will be among the first passengers on Virgin Galactic, this remarkable development which is taking people to the edge of space. The idea is that you are able to escape from the Earth's atmosphere and like the pioneering space astronauts, um, people like Yuri Gagarin, first man into space, you will be able to see the world from a location that very few other people have done so. And I just wanted to, of course, wish Sir Richard and his team well, and of course, Elon Musk, who's doing the same thing in a couple of weeks' time, uh, but also just remind people of the history of space tourism, because it has been going on a while. And I remember back in the 1980s, yes, I was allowed, um, when there was a company called Society Expeditions. And they said, right, this was mid-1980s, by 1992, we will be able to take people commercially into space aboard the Space Shuttle. Now, that never happened apart from anything else. There was the uh, Space Shuttle Challenger disaster, um, and that was put back. And then 20 years ago, a very wealthy millionaire, billionaire possibly, Dennis Tito, bought his seat on a Soyuz rocket. He went up to the International Space Station, which is actually, I think, an amazing trip because you're not just looking at the world, you're actually going to a working place. Um, and there's been a handful of other space tourists typically paying about £20 million, and that's you know, a money-making exercise on behalf of the Russian space effort. Uh, Ross uh, Cosmos, I believe, is the organisation, and what fun they have had. But in order to get a lot of people into space for a lot less money than that, although still quite a lot, Virgin Atlantic has been uh, ahead of the pack. It's something that Sir Richard Branson has been working on for many, many years. And I just want to manage your expectations because you're not going to be going to the far side of the moon and back. Uh, you are not going to 
be orbiting for a particularly long time and you'll be paying maybe £200,000 initially, although the cost may come down. And they will want to uh, get through their waiting list, which has got thousands of people all signed up for it. But then gradually we will see that space tourism does become, perhaps not for this generation, but for the next generation, a proper once-in-a-lifetime experience. And I hope you will be able to get there. If your horizons are a little bit shorter, well, here's a, a perfectly good question from Joe, who's written in saying, um, where, in your opinion, should our family, adults, double jabbed, uh, teenager, not jabbed, be booking a holiday in mid-August? Well, my answer, Joe, very straightforwardly, is not yet. Um, I know that's not a particularly useful answer because you're asking for a location. But let me tell you what is happening in travel and why I would not be booking for mid-August yet. Um, that is because we are going to find out on the 15th of July, so uh, in four days' time, what the government has in mind in terms of the next red list and the possibility, for instance, that Turkey may actually become a possibility. If that were to happen, you might find that um, actually you've got incredibly good value there because there won't be many people booked to Turkey. If it goes on to Amber, of course, that's going to be treating it as though it were on the green list. We don't know if that's going to happen. I think there will be relatively few changes, but that might happen. Conversely, nearby Cyprus may go from amber to red, in which case you wouldn't want to go on holiday there because that requires hotel quarantine. And of course, there's also the issue that rates are changing all the time. The most dramatic example of that actually has happened in the past week in uh, the Netherlands, where I think cases have typically per day have gone from something like 1,200 to 10,000 per day. Things are happening so quickly that rules will be applied very, very swiftly. They will be removed more slowly, but they will certainly still be extremely relevant. And Yes, August is peak prices. Yes, you might find that prices are going up. But honestly, I would wait for the not just this round of traffic light changes. I'd wait for the 5th of August round as well. And we're looking nearly four weeks ahead anyway uh, to that particular day. And things will look different yet again. So I'm not booking anything very much at the moment. I'm hoping to be, for instance, away next weekend, probably in France, but I haven't yet booked anything because I'm not sure about how feasible it will be. So we've gone from, well, space to Europe. Let's stick in the UK and just a little helpful hint, I hope, about rail fares. If you look at the West Coast main line, um, as is common with almost all big lines in and out of uh, London, you will see that there is, for travelling in the mornings, both in and out of London, a huge premium if you go on Avanti West Coast. You will find typically from places like 
um, Manchester, from Birmingham, from Preston, that uh, you're, you're looking at prices well over £100 one way. And the same if you're returning in the opposite direction, even though you know the train will be three quarters empty. The government has promised to sort out rail fares, but in the meantime, to avoid those in a perfectly legal way, well, there's a couple of things you can do. Uh, the niche one is to book your trip to and from Liverpool. Um, and if you book an off-peak return from London to Liverpool, you've got all kinds of conditions about what time you can leave London. It can't be during the morning rush hour or the evening rush hour. Coming back, no restrictions at all. Um, and that can prove very, very useful if you start your journey in the right place. And the other aspect, which is just much more effective wherever you're coming from going through, is just London Northwestern Railway. I'm looking right now because I'm planning a trip, uh, uh, hopefully to Scotland um, early next week. And I am seeing, for example, the morning train from uh, London to Crewe. Uh, £115 uh, is the cheapest one on uh, Vanity West Coast. And yet it's £18 on London Northwestern. It's a completely different service. Yeah, it takes a bit longer, takes half an hour longer. But personally, I would... Uh, I uh, think that uh, if you're saving that rate of money, that's a, a rate of pay none of us can um, hope ever to get. And so uh, go for London Northwestern Railway and that will almost uh, certainly help you. Once you get to Crewe, of course, you're at one of the nation's hubs of rail transport and you will be able to uh, get onward travel um, taking you up to uh, anywhere you might want to go to very cheaply and easily because it's the London premium you are avoiding. Well, don't avoid the next podcast, which will be with you tomorrow. Of course, these are all free, as is my weekly travel email. You can sign up at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters and find out what's going on 24 hours a day at The Independent. For now, goodbye, stay safe, enjoy the match. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.